The following podcast is a Dear Media production. time again hello that time where things are so retrograde things slow down we are dialing crawling to the end of this year why does it feel like we've been waiting for the end of the year for the whole year (laughs) i don't understand it is uh almost the holidays Mm. we're in the thick of it and welcome to the show. I'm Elizabeth Cott. Hello, Elizabeth Cott. I'm your friend, Stephanie Simbari. Is burnout wellness? Maybe. <laughs> I, I don't, don't know. I don't really feel like I'm experiencing burnout. I feel like I'm experiencing, what is that thing that happens when you are about to graduate from high school or college and you just like, senioritis. Yeah. I have 2019 senioritis right now where I'm just like, I'm over it. Like, we're good. But we're not over this show. We have No, but just like I'm over waking up before 10 a.m. I'm over like leaving my house. (laughs) We have a fun friend joining us today, a gentleman by the name of Matt Gottesman. We met him when we did our live show in Arizona. Mm -hmm. We had the pleasure of being guests on his podcast, Hustle Sold Separately. Super smart, super connected, super kind, wonderful human. Yeah, and so we just have a wonderful conversation with him. And I think we should just— Get right to it. Yeah, because we got in there, right? We only have a certain amount of time on this podcast. We met you when we were in Arizona, and we were able to do your podcast, Hustle Sold Separately. Yes. And that was so much fun. Thank you. Truly. Didn't we have the best time? I loved it. And then you were out in LA, and we're like, we got to fucking sit down here about all the shit that you're doing. Thank you. So thank you for coming. Uh, thank you for having me on. That was that was a blast, actually. That was a, a the, the podcast episode did really well, too. I was going to say, well, yeah. what do people think about us? Yeah. Uh, a few people actually reached out, and they're like, I love these ladies. And okay. then um, as soon as I did the stories, they're like, yes. Like, so they asked me, like, hey, you know, when like, let me know when it comes out. And, you know, hopefully they can also start following you. Yes. <laughs> you know, but, but, so they were very familiar. You know, I, I try to include the, the whole tribe. You're so, so sweet. Yeah. Thank, Thank you. Thank you. So you, my friend, are described as a purpose-driven entrepreneur leading international business strategist and brand architect who focuses on luxury lifestyle, health and wellness, cannabis, tech, fashion, arts and entertainment, <laughs> all of our favorite things. Those are literally all of our favorite things. Right? Yeah. So right. It's random. It's it a makes random sense life. That we all got to connect. Yeah. Thank you. I get your emails. You get them too. Yeah, right? they're so good. They're so good. Thank you. You're it's so thorough and so thought out and so it's so aligned to what, like, like I open them and I'm like, how does he know? Oh yeah, I get I get the mind reader yeah, stuff all the time. Tell us <laughs> it's about wild. your emails and and what what that is. Yeah, yeah. So the the backdrop is about five years ago, six years ago. I started. Um, first it was HDF Magazine, Hustle and Deal Flow, HDF Magazine on on Instagram and on uh, as a blog blog publication. And I just I wanted to talk about open up the shit <laughs> on you know business life relationships, mastering yourself while trying to create and and do something out of the traditional societal route. Right. Right. And um, that then carried over into an audience asking for a podcast over time. I said, no, I'm not going to do a podcast. 
you know, and then, um, but it got asked enough and I was like, you know what, you, you can't run from what's meant for you, nor can mm-hmm. you, you know, force what you can't. Right. So, so, true. so I, I, no matter how much I avoided it, I still ended up doing it. And then, um, it just kept coming in my world. And so I, we launched, uh, there was a, at one point it was two of us, a uh, hustle sold separately, which is not just, just me. And, um, I wanted to feature creators and entrepreneurs and other people around the world that, you know, look, let's talk about what's happening in the, in the middle parts that often don't get talked about. Right. Right. And the parts um, that you don't really see or hear. Right. About. Right. Let, let's have like a real conversation. Let's have fun with it, but let's yeah. have a real conversation. Right. And, um, and so, and then it just, it led into me constantly connecting with the audience. That's for me, that's everything. Cause I, I built the whole audience organically. There were no bots involved. But when I started there, bots didn't even exist in, in Instagram or anything. So it's, it's interesting now to see the world we live in with all of it, but it was. But isn't that kind of bullshit? What? The bot thing. Do I think bots are bullshit? Yeah, like absolutely. Yeah, I mean, obviously we know that, but like yeah. that's if it's not a real following, it doesn't it's just do anything not, for you. It's like having money in your bank account that you can never spend. They can never use. Like, it's like who's that for? Right, and it's and it's funny because uh, people would say, well, you know, they were getting judged, you know, by agencies, or they getting judged by like business deals, and like, and, like work then, harder. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Exactly. Yeah. You know, because you don't have anything that's real and tangible. You don't have a relationship. You know, yeah. so. So yeah, so I really wanted to keep connecting with the audience and um, and I just, I kept, I, I would answer every single comment, every single DM, every single text, you, wow. know, you name it, last five years. Um, it's a lot. Yeah. <laughs> it's a lot of work after a while, but I mean, you guys are on it. And uh, yeah, and then I, I started the email list earlier this year just as a way to continue to connect, um, you know, reiterate some of the points from past content and current content and just talk. And it's, it's, it's cool because yeah, people actually reply to a lot of those emails they're like, how are you in my head right now? How are you <laughs> yeah. doing that? You know, they're like, what are you, what yeah. button is here. your finger brain on yeah. the, that knows like what's happening in the consciousness? You know, uh, I was asked a long time ago, uh, my mom asked me, it was probably about four years ago. She's like, how are you doing this? And I'm like, oh, well, you know, a lot of life experiences and things like that. She's like, let me try that again. How are you doing this? Uh-huh. And I was like, God, source, universe. Right. Like we're, we're all channels in a lot of different ways. Right. You know, depending on how connected you are for life, for what's going on with you, and then checking into something way bigger than us. Yeah. Let's talk about spirituality and business a little bit. Cause, you know, people ask us that all the time where it's like, how does, how is it to work with your best friend? And what do you guys do? And we're always like, we did astrology, life coaching, therapy, understand <laughs> each other. You know, it's like a very out of the realm. Yeah. Like, I can't imagine having this relationship or this business or this show or anything without the next level of understanding. Yeah. And I feel like you're such an example of someone who really like uses these tools in that way. So we'd love to hear you talk about that. Um, Yeah. Well, I, I love, I love entrepreneurship for the sheer fact of creating and solving things and bringing something new to the world and impacting culture at large. Mm -hmm. Right. Whether it's my own things or partnering with others. And the more evolved we are, the better version we bring ourselves to a business and the more direct and honest we are. So again, it's like all back to partnership when right. we were talking about in the beginning, right? Yeah. So being able to be open and listen and observing and, and ask questions and understand that everything is about trust. We should start off from a place of trust until otherwise. We live in a world though where often at times people are already jaded from a lot of different things. Mm-hmm. So they're coming into it like, you know. How are you going to fuck me? Yeah, how are you going to fuck me? Right? <laughs> that's exactly, that's, that that happens often, right? So And that's why it's you, like 27 pages of a contract right. and like all this insane shit. Right. right. Which, and don't get me wrong, contracts are beautiful. It's great. Contracts are great. Uh, I was once told, and I share this all the time, I was once told, what makes good friends great friends? Contracts. And I was like, wow. <laughs> that's, that's what, just um, for the sheer fact of 
listen, I'm doing this contract because I love you. I want you to know what I am responsible to you for and that I need to follow through on and that I'm accountable for. Mm -hmm. So that way, if my life changes or if all of a sudden I have these awesome, amazing other things that are happening, you don't get neglected in the process and likewise back. Right. So it's you a very, doing friend contracts? Huh? What's that? Are you doing friend contracts? No, I'm not. That's mostly in business. But, okay. you know. No, 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 <laughs> no, no. no, no draw no. one of those up. <laughs> but, but Elizabeth's friend, top of her friend contract is like, I'm not texting you back after right. 10 p.m. <laughs> <laughs> right? No, uh, I think it wasn't like the Big Bang Theory show. Like the, I don't know if you guys ever used to watch that show. Mm-hmm. But, uh, okay. Like, well, he had like a, a girlfriend contract, the well, Sheldon. Anyways. No, so, but with friends, it was the it was the idea of friends that are in business. Oh, got it, got so it. So right. uh, uh, a real estate uh, mogul friend of mine, he was just like, you know what makes good friends great friends? And he's like, contracts. He's like, because even friends, it's great to know what, you know, people always say, oh, we'll just put on a handshake. Like, listen, it's no different than making a plan and writing things out and saying, hey, I just want you to know that you know, I respect you and love you so much that this will be always what I'm responsible for. And then if I want to leave or if I want to do something else, at least we know how to handle that in the meantime. Right. Life changes, you evolve. You, you have to have an infrastructure in place, you right. know, and a very real, beautiful, loving conversation, but it's honest and direct, not like, you know, fluffy and, you know, it's, it's, so it's uh, love, honesty, and integrity. I think you, you can't really go wrong with those, you know. Why do you think that people frame spirituality as like fluffy? I think because it used to have kind of a woo-woo feel, right? Yeah. It is. It's cool. Like it's, it's actually, I think it's, the conversation got drowned out, I think, at some point. Um, people stop wanting to deal with their stuff, but it's, this isn't new stuff. This is like five, six thousand, ten thousand years. I mean, you know, this right. is, we're we're actually just coming back to all this stuff. So I think the programming got out at some point of, you know, oh, like don't do the work, be a part of the system. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, yeah. like uh, that's fluffy. That's woo woo. Like no, 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 no. Don't think for yourself. Don't feel for yourself. Come over here. Mm-hmm. This is exactly the blueprint of life. You yeah. should do this. And so I think it got. I think you know, some anti-spiritual <laughs> people probably came in and were like, hey, look, just follow the programming. Right. You know, but it's not. And and I think I'll say it got labeled with like vulnerability. Mm-hmm. At one point, um, vulnerability, especially with a man, was labeled as weak. Mm-hmm. And I've preached out against this very much so because if you can't say what you're good and not good at, if you can't ask for help, and if you fake it and you are trying to be something you're not, to me, that's that's weak. That like vulnerability is saying, Hey, I don't know how to do this, but I want to learn how to do this. Um, teach me. Mm-hmm. So humbleness and humility is weak. Not, not at all. Like to me, that's how you get further fast. In fact, that's if you look strength. at every successful, that's strength, it's courage. Yeah. That's honesty. Honesty is courage. It's yeah. courageous. Yeah. So I think vulnerability is actually a huge strength when delivered, you know, with um, you being honest with who, exactly who you are and, and trying to go where you're trying to go. Right. You know, Totally. Yeah. All right, Elizabeth, we have to take a time out. Okay. And we are uh, going to say, hey, Rothies. Hi, Rothies. Hey, we love you. How you doing? Most of you probably know by now, but if you're just tuning in, Rothies shoes are a stylish, sustainable, and comfortable shoe made from this incredible process that changes plastic water bottles into shoes. And not only is it doing that, but they have recovered 44 million 235 and 64 plastic water bottles. Let's say they've been transformed yeah. into these shoes yeah. since they started, which is it's so cool. an incredible feat. Yeah. Hey. No pun intended. Hey. 
But you know what, Elizabeth? Tell me. It's a different feat. Oh, right. But still, <laughs> it sounds the same. And that's what we're talking about right now. So they take a whole brand approach to sustainability. The materials, to the production, to the way they treat their employees. Mm-hmm. We got to meet the founders of the brand earlier this year. And it was such a treat. And I just love how they're considering sustainability in every step of the way in creating this brand. Another pun. See, here I am. (laughs) They've also managed to design really cute shoes. There are the flat, the point, the loafer, and they have a sneaker, and then they have the all these high top sneaker now too. And they're constantly adding new colorways. So it's always really fun to kind of keep track on Rothys.com and seeing what they're adding. They just did a really fun new drop in a bunch of different reds that I'm Mm. very much having my eye on at the moment. So I recommend you head over to rothys.com. Use the promo code retrograde and you're going to get your cute shoes with free shipping and free returns if you're not vibing on them. That's R-O-T-H-Y-S dot com and then promo code retrograde at checkout. And you will get free shipping. Oh my God, look at all these cute styles. Guys, get over there right now. Now back to the show. Hey guys, I'm Kenzie from the I Love You So Much podcast. On my show, we talk about everything, lifestyle, business, finance, beauty, you name it. My favorite part about the show is the amazing guests that we bring on. We have everyone ranging from like business experts to influencers, CEOs, creative masterminds. It's so much fun. If you guys want to find me on Instagram and it's just at Kenzie Elizabeth, I release new episodes every Thursday. So hope to see you there. So as we mentioned, you have your podcast, Hustle Sold Separately, which is dedicated to the emerging creative entrepreneurial class, which I love that. What types, and and you're so connected with your audience in such a beautiful, organic way. What are some themes that you're seeing like in the general, as we said, you have your finger on the pulse of what people are feeling in their hearts and minds. What has been coming up lately? The conversation is still escalating with... um, the the journey and it being lonely at times for sure. Okay. Right. That's still coming up. And what's cool is you're seeing the guests talk about, you know, when they're trying to figure stuff out and make pivots and, you know, and then a financial standpoint and you know, people may not understand it standpoint. All those things are are happening often to the, you know, creative entrepreneurial yeah. path. Right. Um, so that still gets asked all the time. Like, Hey, how do you, how do you deal with being lonely and how do you communal workspace <laughs> right 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 <laughs> how do you you know um i instantly there's several different ways uh first i have several people that are in my tight circle that one lunch hour with them or coffee with them forget it like mm-hmm. i'm on fire so my circle i love my tight circle but they're all equally busy doing trying to build their own things right and so but because there's several of them it's like all right one or two a week <laughs> that I'll like line up. I'll be like, hey, what are you doing? Let's meet up. Let's work in the same place or something like that. Right. Because uh, if you're isolated for too long, either the energy in the place that you're working out of can get a little cluttery, which I learned how to like clear out that, or other thoughts can kind of creep in. So you can't be, I don't think you can be isolated for too long. You have to get up and go out and do something. So I'm either around uh, very creative, forward thinking people who make, you know, have the conversations that really make you you know, view and appreciate the world at large and everything that's happening and mm-hmm. actually even inject more creativity. Or, you know, I'll I'll either go to like an event of sorts or like something that's very community driven or um, art, music shows. I'll even go into like just public places that are just, that have a really cool vibe. 
and just feel the energy, you know, talk with random people, you know, things like that. I mean, just right. take yourself out of the element that you're you're isolating yourself in. Mm-hmm. You know? well, I think because like when we think of hustle, we kind of think of that like head down, get it done, yeah. don't let anything in. You forget how much you need just support and it maybe isn't like a linear level of support. Yeah. But just like the word hustle always like conjures up like yeah. hardness or right. like a really cool dance move. Right. Right. But yeah, I, I kind of wanted to like remove that from my own vocabulary yes. because yes. it felt a little like too Adderall-y. I don't no. know. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I, I love that you're bringing this up. So um, before, so I started this about six, seven years ago. I didn't really know Gary V used that a little bit. And then outside of that, it wasn't like it is now. And the idea was hustle, meaning you have to work in all aspects of your life, um, that it takes work and dedication for everything, not just for business, which man, like society just said, you got to hustle for it. Don't sleep. Don't this like, that's bullshit. Yeah. Like, no, I sleep eight hours every night. Look, some people are cool with five. That's cool too. I sleep eight hours. I replenish. Like I structured my sleep and my health. I hustled for better health. I learned a lot about my gut. I learned about, so I believe the word hustle had to be framed as doing the work for anything that is important to you in your life, which is every category, right? Yeah. But you're right because society just crushed that word into like the ground, like grind, grind, grind. Like for what? Like just, so all you're going to do is just be your work. That's not a, that's not a life. Do you think about the visual of grinding too? It's grinding something to the point where it's no longer in existence. That's perfect. That's actually, that's very well put. (laughs) That's so well put. Like you're grinding a pencil until it's a tiny nub. Yeah. Well, you can't use it anymore. It's dead. Yeah. Yeah. And as a teeth That's grinder, perfect. I can say that it's not a good luck. Agree. <laughs> Fully agree. But yeah. I think when you're in that mentality of like needing to build, needing to get something done, needing to move forward, like yeah. I, I have memories of like, and I know you do too, like when if I was doing comedy, I would just try to write all day and like do whatever I needed to do, take any pill, smoke anything, do anything to like not stop. Wouldn't even eat lunch some days. Yeah. And that like, energy crazy. is the exact opposite exactly. of being connected to source. Exactly. exactly. The exact opposite. Totally, exactly. but it was because I was coming from, and I know people, this is real, like coming from a guilt-driven place right. where if, if you take any time to like nourish or rest or any of that stuff, you're doing, you're bad. How is it the same people who say grind, grind, hustle, you need to enjoy the process? <laughs> cool when your process is like <laughs> well, snorting lines of Adderall off your yeah. desk. Well, the, Not, I, I never did that. <laughs> Not no, during the, the work yeah, hours. I, you know, Only after I didn't see hours. A thing. Only when I wanted to go out. <laughs> I saw nothing. No, you know, so I was thinking it's funny when they say that. I'm like, ah, because enjoying the process means taking a step back, looking at the details, not being in such a hurry, mm-hmm. being patient, getting sleep, working on your health, working on, you know, your your business or your customers, working on your relationships. Yeah. That's long game thinking. Yeah. That doesn't happen overnight. That's certainly not going to happen from a hustle yeah, or a grinding kind of hustle. So it's interesting how they say, you got to hustle, hustle, hustle. Oh, by the way, enjoy the process. Right. You think that's going to make me enjoy the process? <laughs> like right. working myself to death? No. All right. We need to take a time out to say hello and thank you and yay for one of our favorite friends and partners, Wander Beauty, guys. Tr- What's good? Ride and true favorite over here in the That's So Retrograde universe forever and always. We love Wander Beauty because not only are their products so amazing and do the job, but they also do it lickety-split. There's like a duality to all the products. You can use them for multiple things or there's two options for each one. For instance, like the Duelist Matte Illuminating Concealer, you have a more 
matte foundation kind of concealer and then a liquid on the other side. So perfect if you're the type of person such as myself who keeps half their makeup bag in their purse with them at all times. Well, that's what I was going to say. I kind of have like two different makeup regimens. Yeah. Like one that I keep in my house that's like my, you know, my real like if I'm standing in front of the mirror thing. But you still need a good to-go kit. You can't sacrifice quality just because you're leaving the house. And I feel like Wanda is perfect for that because you really only need to take like two things with you with them. Whereas like other lines, it's like seven different little things and it's just like, I can't keep track of that shit. So to properly describe the Duelist concealer, they call it a full coverage matte stick on one end and a lightweight illuminating liquid on the other. I just wanted to to properly describe that because I just know I like it. Yeah, it's so good. And of course, Wander uses only clean and cruelty-free ingredients. And I love the texture and the smell and all of those things. They really are aligned. And it doesn't irritate, yeah, which that's is huge. the biggest thing above all mm-hmm. is I can wear it. Whenever I wear the oil lip gloss, the colored oil lip glosses, Mm -hmm. people compliment the colors. Oh, yeah. I have that with me right now. They're so good. In the skinny dip color, which is like a nude-ish color. I'm a spa day girl. And then we have to say what up, even though it's sold out on the website, to the Nude Illusion Dual Foundation Brush, which is a holy grail product. If How I've did we ever even met apply one. makeup before we had that? I have no idea, but it's so amazing. <laughs> and I love to take the Nude Illusion Liquid Foundation and mix it a little bit with the Flash Focus Hydrating Foundation Stick, which is also really good for on the go. Mm-hmm. And then I take that brush and I like move it all around and it is the dream. So, you guys, if you are looking for a new makeup set, an addition to your current makeup set, a makeup set for the go. A replenishing, is, perhaps. This is where you need to go to get your face on. So get the full effect without a full routine. Ooh. Now you can get 20% off your purchase when you order at wanderbeauty.com slash retrograde. That is wanderbeauty.com slash retrograde for 20% off. That's Wander, W-A-N-D-E-R, beauty for all you people who like to spell stuff, dot com slash retrograde. All right, let's get back to that show. Something earlier that you mentioned about the, um, how people think spirituality is also fluffy. Yeah. That's where I, I think I made a note when we were talking about business, how sometimes people also don't equate that, oh, if you're more spiritual, you can't have more money. Right. Ooh. And well, it's, yeah. I disagree. Yeah. In fact, I think you make even more money. Right. Money is beautiful. Mm-hmm. Think about all the amazing things you can do with money. Yeah. But the conversation, look how society, how polarizing society can be about money sometimes. Like if somebody has money, what they do to get it, you know, or if they, you know, they must not be aligned. They must not this. They must be, you know, there's so many different things. Or, or if they're a really good person, like, oh, I'm sorry, you, you know, kindness doesn't win. You know, you're, you know, you'll be last. Like, no, no, you won't. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, no, you won't. You'll, you'll do big things. I didn't start really accumulating money until I had done, it was nothing but real spiritual work and energetic work that I had around abundance Mm -hmm. and have like needing to do certain practices. Like it was a full, like I would always, would always confuse me. People like money's just energy. And I was like, huh? Fuck you. I was like, I don't think that that is, but in a way. Good, then give me it all. Yeah, (laughs) In a way it is because I think the first secret to making money is believing that you can. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that what? is a that is spiritual energy work that we have to all That's do. Exactly. It. And once you believe you can make it, then you have to I mean there's so much action involved, but yes. the belief is step 1. 
Mm-hmm. Well, and you just said the action is so important because then you also t- you also hear a lot of people say like, oh, abundance is everywhere. Like I'm going to manifest. Like, all right, you're going to manifest because you're going to take action. Yeah. And so many of the people are like, I'm just, I've been trying to wish it into my life. And it, there's a, there's, a, I, I think it was like a, an old parable. It's like, um, there's a man out in the water uh, and he's like in a little lifeboat and he's like dying of starvation. It's like, God, send me, you know, food. And like a seagull goes by. And he's like, does nothing. God, <laughs> send me food. And like fish come up next to the boat. It's like, God, send me food. And like, you know, several times. And eventually he ends up dead. He goes up to heaven. And he says, I don't understand. Like, why don't you send me food? He's like, what do you mean? I kept sending you like food. Like he, you had right. to yeah. meet the occasion to do the work. You had to show up to do the action yeah. of like, hey, if there's things that you want, you have to first believe that you are worthy of it. And then you have to move like it, like you are working. And manifestation. I love that you fucking said that. It's like, it's being aware of what you want and what you need. And then also seeing when these, those things come into your field, what to do about them. Yes. Like so much is coming at you all the time, whether it be people or opportunities or any, even just signs. Yes. If you're not seeing those things, that's your bad. Exactly. And if you slow down, yeah. you'll speed it up faster because you'll have already you'll you'll be able to see when that opportunity comes to have the kind of choice to make that is an actual alignment, but yeah. you have to know where you're at and slow down. And that's so can, in like every fucking area. Every area. So yeah. So like when I see a lot of times and, you know, um, especially like, I mean, and I mean, no disrespect, but it's like, you see some of these um, quote unquote, like healers on Instagram, you know, or other social media platforms. Cause like they, they did some of the work, but like, oh, you know, buy this now and buy that. Like, you know, they, the, you know, and they're like, well, okay, don't just teach about abundance. And then what it really is, is that you're selling an abundance course, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like about how to think, you know, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Seen so. that. We've got stuff to say about that. <laughs> so, that. <laughs> you know, you know, uh, I mean, I don't know how much time you guys got, but I'm, yeah. I'm cool with all that too. If you yeah. want to go on a tear there, but so versus, okay, no, like if you're going to teach that, okay, why don't you be like, Hey, abundance is about first, let's talk about belief systems. Now let's lo- look at how do you implement work systems into making and action steps into making these things happen. Yeah. And then how do we gauge results based on the belief systems and the actions. There, whoever's listening, you want to create a course? <laughs> create a course like that on, yeah, on you know, manifestation and abundance. Yeah. You know? I know. It's, <laughs> it's very frustrating because it's like, right. I love the lists. I love the magic. I love all that stuff. Right. But like, there really is nothing without just hardcore one foot in front of the other. Yeah. Action. With ease and grace. Right. Yes. <laughs> in a comfortable shoe with a friend by your side <laughs> right. and a rabbi on the lawn. There you go. Yeah. There you go. There we go. There's our core. Yeah. There you go. Right? It's free. You're welcome. Yeah. When people really test you know, your nerves, you're like, hang on a second. Rabbi? Yeah. yeah. Uh, I got a situation here. And I think it's, it's really important that everyone have someone, whether it be a therapist or a rabbi or an astrologer or a healer. Or li- yeah. Whatever it may be, you need someone with objective wisdom. Yes. Yeah. In your corner. That's not going to tell you what you want to hear, but really makes you think from a a, a bigger perspective than yeah. what you're missing. Yeah. You know? And if they're doing their job well, it will yeah. challenge you. Absolutely. I even I even went as far as that, even I look at the circle that I've created of, of friends over the last year. I mean, most of them, some are still there from, they were constantly evolving and growing. And then all new friends. I have the type of circle that, if you think you're going to just come in and like me, if I think I'm just going to come in and um, like, Hey, this is what happened. And they're going to just side with me. Like, yeah. You're so nope, right. right. Nope. I did that on purpose because of just older situations, uh, whether in, you know, marriage or other, and then friendships or whatever back in the day or, or business, you two people just automatically side with somebody. And then that's not fair. 
Because like you're like third party. You yeah. don't you don't know the situation from the inside. Like you're just automatically siding with somebody because like that's your loyalty and camaraderie. Right. I I knew that I wanted people around me that are like, well, let's look at how you made this happen. How did you end up in this situation? Like, even if you didn't do something wrong, how what were the steps no, that got you're us here? Not like a innocent, right. passive right. participant. Right. You made choices. Exactly. It's like with dating, like with some people with the advice that they give, like I hear a lot of people come to me for advice and then I'll hear what someone else said and I'm just like, right. literally that's like, they want to turn you into a monster. Right. Like, you deserve this and he did this and he did that and she did it. It was like, yo, you're half responsible for this right. unless we're talking about someone who's like a psychopath. Right. You deserve. Right. You deserve. The deserve thing is like right. so wild to me. Right. I know like, what? Sorry, but you don't deserve anything. Deserve anything. Right. You, you know, we, we do the work on ourselves and we make really good choices. We don't always make the right choice. That's how we figure out, you know, how to make better choices. And then the game gets better and better. Mm -hmm. And that's it. But like, you can't put all that on somebody else and say, you solve my world. You know, like you, you fulfill me, you take care of everything. Uh, And then when you don't meet my expectations, your fault. Yeah. (laughs) What kind of plan is that? Yeah. And you're a bad person. Right. And so back to that beginning of the conversation, that's why that didn't happen necessarily in my relationship all those years ago. I just, I knew that for me, speaking from a, as a man, I had to really learn about the choices I was making because Mm -hmm. look, you can't step back and say, okay, I'm 35. How did I end up here? Like I, I mean, I did really right by these businesses. I made them money. I did all kinds of cool stuff for them. Uh, I thought I was, you know, a good partner in, in marriage. Like how did I get here? Because I clearly am the common denominator. Right. You got so, yourself there. Yeah. So, okay. How did my series of choices end me up here? Mm-hmm. And even though it was still like a good life, but it but it, it felt crashing down and it wasn't long-term sustainable. All right. So I can't blame anybody else. And even if I did, even if, and there was like, you know, at times it felt like harm was done, but like, is that going to solve it? No. Right. Doesn't matter. And you know, it's funny because like, look at you now. Yeah. Like on the other side of that, like soul hurt, on the other side of those questions, on the other side of the yeah. thing that you feel like is impossible to solve is your life. Yeah. And that's what we forget because we Freedom. feel like we have to see it to believe it. Yeah. But really it's like you come up against a shitty thing. You don't know why. Right. You just have to like be in such trust on the other side of that chunk yeah. is like who you are now. It's forcing you right into who you really are. Mm-hmm. And that's like the transformational process. It's like, yeah. it's painful. It, it, it's very, I, I totally get why they say it's messy in the middle. Yeah. Right? It really is. Because you're, you know, one minute you're like, yes, I understand this. The next minute you're crying in a corner in a ball. Like, <laughs> why? You know, why is this happening? I also dealt with guilt a little bit along the way because it's interesting when you wake up to things and ideas, you feel good about it. But how much time, at one point I was feeling like this, how much time did I waste by thinking the other way I used to think about it. Right. And so at one point you're like, you're really, really happy. Then another minute you're like, oh, so, oh shit. Like I caused that or, oh, I, that's how that happened. And so there's that balance of learning. I I learned a lot about why actually we're not supposed to have guilt. Guilt's actually, you know. Sorry, Jews. Well, ironic. So I don't know if you knew this. uh, One of the first lessons I learned actually uh, from a rabbi was having guilt is is against Jewish law. Oh, yeah. The so, law? Yeah. So there's, you know, like Jewish laws and like the 613 sure. um, commandments, not the 10 that yeah. everybody knows about. No, I don't so, know about that. So there's, technically, so there's technically like 613 of them. Okay. Actually, it's funny how spiritual of a religion I, because I didn't know 
the spiritual aspect. Oh yeah. Because I'm I'm not so much into religion. I'm more into spirituality. And it was really interesting to learn that. Yeah. Kabbalah. So, yeah. Exactly. Which is you know thousands of years old. Yeah. And so mysticism. The guilt. We're actually not so lashon aura. Not supposed to talk about anybody else or have judgment. Mm-hmm. No words out of your mouth about anybody else. You're also not allowed to tell anybody else how to have a relationship with God or source, Jewish or non. Mm. Another law. Yep. You're not allowed to have guilt because the mistake is what makes you human. You're also supposed to question God. Why? Because if you question God, then you can have a relationship. So If you don't question God and you just follow. Yeah. And you are actually not necessarily, I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to take religion or anything. This is just some of the no, spiritual I, I side. I love of, that. The spiritual yeah. side. Like, I, and I would never take away from any religion, any, like, and I, and also I, I believe, I think all religions are so helpful as long as they, they keep you connected from a very spiritual sense, yeah. you know? So I, I, and I, I've learned from, from so many different religions in general from the spiritual aspect, but it was just interesting to learn those sides of things that I didn't know because we sometimes have a view from what we were told or what we think about religion until yeah. all of a sudden you learn the spiritual side and you're like, oh, I had no idea. There's I think so my Catholic much... family is more guilt-driven, actually. I think all people, well, a lot of people. We're existing lo- on the planet. Right? Yeah, I think it's easy for any anybody up. to get into that, right? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. You know, it was interesting to have these conversations that I hadn't anticipated that made me feel better about all that messiness in the middle and the, the transformational process because— there's a lot of ups and downs and there's a lot of new questioning happening. Like, well, okay, like, what do you mean not to feel guilty? Like, I feel really bad, (laughs) you know, like how, you know, and how do you let go? Mm -hmm. How do you detach? How do you remove expectations? And the reason you feel guilty is because you had an expectation of how things should have turned out based on your perception, which didn't go your way. Mm -hmm. And now you're mad about how things didn't go your way, but did they really not go your way? Or did they not go the way you were chasing or making Mm -hmm. try to happen a certain way? So it's like that spiral of like, oh shit. <laughs> you know, like I, I don't know anything. Yeah, I'm, like, I'm gonna start at the Basically, beginning and just start at square one, and <laughs> exactly. you'll be set. <laughs> which, yeah. which then is, and I, I heard this recently. Which then is, they talked about this uh, with the, the the Jewish holidays. I, I didn't know why. Um, why does the New Year come before the letting go and the reflecting and all that other stuff? Yeah. So, and the rabbi said that he said because we're celebrating and securing our future, and then we're reflecting on where we've been. But if we do the other first, we can get stuck in thinking, because right, when we think about the past, and he used an example, he said that um, a lot of Holocaust survivors, that when they first came out of the Holocaust, they went right into creating businesses, creating families, uh, kids, grandkids, all that other stuff. They were securing their future. Mm. He said it wasn't until years later that they spoke about the Holocaust. Why? Because now they had already secured their future, mm-hmm. that if they only dwelled on such a horrific act, they would get stuck in, bl- in, in in blaming and that you can't blame anybody for what happened. I mean, I mean you no can, matter how horrific you but can, it's not gonna serve but you. it won't serve you and you'll get stuck playing yeah. from that level versus how do I create an impact culture moving forward and and elevate from here? Huh. Right. Like yeah. so interesting when you when you think about it like that. And, and then he gave one other example of, a, of an addict um, that I thought was really interesting. It was like the addict had given up alcohol 20 years ago. And somebody asked the addict, well, you know, do you ever think about, you know, taking another, you know, drink? And he said, well, the guy that was, you know, an alcoholic thinks about it every single day. He's like, the guy that I am today has never had a drink in his life. So to your point, it's like, yeah, you start from scratch. Every day is actually when you make a, a solid choice of who you are now, that person is, has never done that thing. Once you've released it and you make, 
you know, the necessary choices to move in that new direction. Right. We don't have to be stuck in our old narrative. Never, ever. Every day we can literally be that brand new person going in that new direction. And it was those like little things along the way that, you know, make you now kind of identify a little bit more of, oh, now I get why, you know, yesterday was the past and all. You, you hear all of the cliche right. stuff, but it's not until you apply it to something, you're like, that makes sense. Because like, right. the man I am today has never done X, Y, and Z. You know, it's only this person. But that other person, oh yeah, that, that might've happened. And that, you know, probably still today making those mistakes, but I'm not that person. Right. Matt, yeah. what oh. a conversation. <laughs> Such a I rose. never want to stop. And not... Because you actually brought us roses, which oh my is so God. kind. No Thank one's you. ever brought us roses before. All the other guests are assholes. <laughs> <laughs> Setting the bar. I didn't say it. <laughs> Setting the bar so high. Thank you so much for joining us. Tell our listeners where they can find you. Uh, sure. You guys can please, please feel free to reach out at HDF Magazine. H, hustle, deal, flow, HDF Magazine on Instagram. At Matt Gottesman, M-A-T-T-G-O-T-T-E-S-M-A-N on Instagram. I answer every single text and DM and uh, email and message on my wall. I always tell people, test me. I, I reply. <laughs> people have actually reached out. They're like, hey, you're right. I actually tested you when I heard that. <laughs> and they, they'll, they'll do they it. no questions. They're right. just trolling you. Right. Yeah. And, you <laughs> and can, then your podcast. Yeah. Hustle sold separately. Yeah. You know, on all major platforms, uh, you know, iTunes and or Apple podcasts and Spotify and Google and iHeart and everywhere that you can find uh, uh, the podcast and pretty soon YouTube working on that. Yeah, <laughs> so, shit. you know, um, and uh, yeah, and you guys can reach out anytime, you know, mattgoddessman.com and And subscribe. I can't, I like, I can't believe I'm saying this because I literally live a life of constantly unsubscribing to emails. So if I'm saying this, you could trust, subscribe to Matt's emails. They're so amazing. They're such a gift in the inbox. It's always like just a great reflection of what you're going through or some like, kind of cool, like divine cultural idea. So right. it's just like a really nice thing to read. It's a mind read. I'm yeah. reading your mind in real time. It's great. Yeah. Unsubscribe from NicoleMiller.com. I don't know why I get those. <laughs> they got you. They got me. They got like you on every 2008 list. And I'm just right. fucked. Right. <laughs> yeah. No, thank you. Um, MattGosman.com forward slash subscribe. Wonderful. Great. Love yeah. that. Thank, thank you, you so much. Thank you for having me on. Of course. Let's take a minute to give love to one of our favorite discoveries from years and years ago that we're so elated to have supporting the show today. Go Macro. Go Macro, guys. They are a great line of protein and snack bars made from simple, high-quality ingredients. All of the Macro bars are certified organic, vegan, gluten-free, kosher, non-GMO, clean, raw, and soy-free. And let's not forget delicious. So true. And their mission is to spread awareness for a balanced plant-based lifestyle with products that have positive effects on the world. What's not to love? We love it. They um, are mother-daughter owned and based in a small community and their mission is to spread awareness. As you said, they started it because Amelia, one of the founders, used a plant-based sustainable diet to help her overcome her battle with breast cancer. And then her daughter, Jola, adopted the diet and it transformed her health and vitality as well. So they've been around since 2004 and they are just spreading the good word. Walk in the walk, talk in the talk. Might I shout out the macro bar variety packs, which have been a lifesaver over this past year. Just keeping it in my kitchen and grabbing a bar when I know I have a long day, keeping a few in my car. It's just one of those things like let's set ourselves up for not being hangry. There's nothing worse than traffic and low blood sugar. And Macro Bar has helped me hack that situation. 
mm-hmm. in the most beautiful way. So get on board, everybody. Head over to Go Macro. That's G O M A C R O. Dot com. Use the promo code retrograde and you'll get 30% off your order plus free shipping. What's not to love? Definitely go for a, a combo pack or maybe just like that plus two packs of other ones. Like literally there's no bad flavor. Do you have, a, yeah, I was going to ask, do you have a preferred? I love all of them and mm-hmm. that's not a joke. Obviously my old staple was sunflower butter and chocolate because that's kind of like my favorite flavor combo, but I've been backing off of sunflower butter. So now I'm into that dark chocolate almond life. Okay, okay. Or that maple sea salt life. I'm here for that cashew butter sweet rejuvenation life. Mm. So again, that's gomacro.com. Use the promo code retrograde. Free shipping, 30% off. Now back to the show. 30% off. Oh my God. Whoa, technically, this is our final Roses and Thorns for the year Mm. because Mm. our next episode is like a fun wellness trends recap app that's more of like the roses and wellness for the whole year. That's right. I recall. It's a little teaser for you guys Mm. if anybody was thinking of skipping out on our official last episode. Why would they do that? They would never do that to us. Do that. They would never do that to us. Don't do that. That would be ridiculous. Crazy. So, well, first I want to say hi to this drink that I had two sips of and then immediately went on the Amazon app and ordered a full case and I'm obsessed with it. Hi to this drink. It's hi to this drink. (laughs) Sorry to this man. Hi to this drink. This is Matcha Bar, which they have a location in Silver Lake, but they also have a robust uh, product range, I think because I keep seeing them everywhere. Okay. A friend told me about this. This is their hustle. <laughs> Sorry for the name. Matcha energy, <laughs> sparkling lemon and lime, 120 milligrams of caffeine, five calories for those of you who care about that sort of thing. Zero sugar, most importantly, because there's another kind with sugar that I didn't like. I accidentally grabbed it and I was like, nope. I don't like sweet drinks, as we know. Well, it's also just like, for me, like, I like sugar, but I want to have it in a way that makes sense. From booze. Oh. (laughs) Like, that's like, if I'm going to have sugar in a liquid form, it better be coming from alcohol or else I don't want to talk to you. Yeah, not in a drink. Like, for me, it's more of like, I'm going to eat a brownie or like a chocolate bar, not like drink it in a can. So this matcha bar, hustle matcha energy drink, sparkling lemon and lime is the biggest rose. I'm not even kidding you. It is like the cleanest, nicest caffeine elevation mm. that I could think of. It's everything I wanted. That's amazing. And it's I'm sparkling. So I'm I love so I love you. a fizz. Wow. So life is good. Wow. It's the little things. <laughs> That's so retrograde. Powered by Matcha Bar Hustle today. You know, sponsored, not sponsored, but open to it. Speaking of the little things that are arose while we're on that, yeah. I ordered something really fun for my house that I wanted to shout out. Okay. I have a thorn too, but this is my rose. Uh, I ordered a Kit Kat clock. Did you happen to catch it on Instagram? No? Guys, uh, I recommend if you want to have a fun decorative moment. Ooh, classic. Um, it's one of those little clocks that the tail wags and the eyes move. And it's an analog clock that I hung on the wall in my house. And I have to say that there's just something, a fun art piece. Why not? It makes <laughs> me giggle. It's like a dumb thing. But it's also in in our attempts to uh, detechify our life in uh any possible way. Something that I always kind of find troublesome is that when I have to look at the time, I have to look at my phone and then that gets me into like a phone hole. Right. And sometimes when I'm in my house, I that's the worst hole that I could get into because I'm just trying to get work done. So it's nice to just have something to like 
just do work or write or hang out or whatever and look at my little analog. It's like, okay, I know what time it is, but I don't need to know what's going on in every capacity. And I'm just trying to That's like- That's a great hack. I did right? something similar that was a kind of an extreme investment, but so far so good. This is a side rose. I bought an iPad for entertainment purposes only. It has no email. Okay. It has only has apps for shopping, reading, and watching stuff. No texting. Uh, my texts feed to it, but that that doesn't bother me as much. It's more like okay. I think if I'm like watching something on my computer, for instance, I'm still whether I'm looking at my emails or not, you're still pivoted into work mode. Even because this, you do work on the device. Exactly. So it's, like so it's just it totally <laughs> is. Yeah. And I thought about it and I was like, how can I enjoy the lovely fruits that technology has to offer without having it be stressful? Right. And even having the iPad by my bed and the, setting the alarm on that, and I can still see if somebody texted me, that doesn't stress me out at right. all. But I didn't put any email on it. That's great. I'm really into it. It was kind of an extreme choice. Like, this, is like a this is an expensive choice. Move, <laughs> but all signs are pointing to it being a good move. Is I'm it really like into a it. bigger iPad so you can watch stuff on it? Yeah, yeah. It's just like the normal, regular iPad. I've never had an iPad. I highly recommend. Oh, wow. Okay. That's great. So wow. it was an extreme decision that is paying off. And I'm looking forward to it, especially when traveling, like not having to be on my laptop at all. Yeah, I think it's like we're both looking for ways to keep our life kind of separate from like it's compartmentalizing. Your, yeah, like you're so right. Like the computer thing, just being always, it's like there's this where there's this, especially when we work for ourselves, it's like work's always following you around. And yeah. for you, I think you go like heavy into it. And then I go like I hide away. And it's like neither of those things are healthy. Right. So creating systems yeah. or little hacks around like, I don't want time to stress me out. No. I want to like be aware you of it. You want like a tiny cat to tell you what time it is and, it's and like, you can giggle. It's so amusing. And it's so stupid. Sense. <laughs> so I will say it was $50, which is like expensive for a dumb cat clock. But you know what? There's no price on happiness. That is so true. And it comes in a lot of different colors. And I got the classic boy one with little bow tie, but you can get the girl one with like, she has pearls around her oh. neck. They have like different prints. It's actually like a really Kit Kat clock company. Okay. Is a fun little. All right. We'll link to that in the show notes it's, for it's, sure. I don't, I'm not sponsored by them. <laughs> can I have another, can I give a thorn, of te a tech thorn? Yeah, always. I feel like this is something that like my uh, single gals out there will relate to. And I'm just, you know, really taking inventory and stock of my journey this year, being um, a single 33 and 34 year old. And. I think that Instagram is making it worse in a way mm -hmm. because, guys, who has people that have, like, ghosted them or, like, not showed up for them or just kind of not been wonderful in the dating department, like, liking their photos, watching their stories or DMing them on Instagram and then never showing up for them in real life? That's the worst. Hand raised. What is that? Like, why are you bothering to waste your time on keeping track of me or talking to me when you actually have no interest or time in, like, taking that into real life? I don't need to talk to you. Thorn. I don't need to see you in my space. It's, like, annoying and obnoxious, and, like, you're a fucking baby. I just, like, observe these things, and right. I'm like, that's— there's no hiding in the world of Instagram and it's so annoying. I just don't like, I have a guy messaging me on Instagram right now that I've known for 10 years who has my phone number. Right. 
why are you talking to me on Instagram? Like, I don't understand. Like, it just, people are so dumb. Yeah, and we're, we're, like we're in our mid to late 30s, guys. Has an, a, a preferred mode of communication. Which, by the way, uh, here's a note to everyone in society. Your preferred mode of communication shouldn't be DMs on Instagram. That's weird. It doesn't make any sense when texting is literally comes from the same place. Right. I don't know. This is just my thorn. I feel that. Where I'm like— I feel your frustration. But it's like I'm not emotionally invested in it anymore. I just—I'm now just like, this is part of the problem. This is part of what is a mindfuck for people. This is part of why we feel confused because there's so much coming at us and—but it's not real. Right. That's not real. Like, cool, you don't talk to me, but you like my photo. Like, we're not—it makes me feel like I'm 12. Mm -hmm. And 2020, I'm 34. So, bye. See you later. By the way, if you're listening to this and you're one of those people, please leave me alone. <laughs> Bye. Bye, Instagram 2019. <laughs> See you later. I'm for that for sure. Okay. Um, I was in Michigan. We have a, a bunch of Michigan listeners, which I love so much. So hi to all of you. And um, one of our listeners says, I'm a Detroit TSR listener. What are your favorite spots when you visit your parents? So I have like a few tried and true places that have been my go-to spots for years and years and years. They're really a lot of delis, if I'm being honest. <laughs> so Steve's Deli is a fave. Um, been going there forever. I always stop there. Commonwealth, which is a great coffee place in Birmingham that is very kind of like LA-ified, if you will. That's wonderful. Beverly Hills Girl is my favorite place to go for dinner. And Crusoe Crusoe in Birmingham. I worked there way back in the day when I was like 15. So I always like to drop in and say hi. Every time I'm there, I always want to explore something wellnessy in the uh, realm of Detroit. And I discovered this new place called, well, new to me, not not new to anyone else, Metaphysica Wellness Center that's in Corktown downtown. I feel like Detroit low-key has like a lot of wellness things going on. Things are happening. So it is a phenomenal acupuncture and infrared sauna place. And they do body work and waxing and yoga and a whole thing. But in 2016, they won the Hatch Detroit, which is a very cool program that has been going on for over eight years in Detroit, where they run a contest that awards an up-and-coming entrepreneur with a 50K grant. And so they won in 2016. And the space was so gorgeous. I was Fully, fully, fully obsessed and had the best time. And it was Angie's first time infrared sauning, which was always so fun to to introduce to somebody. And yeah, and obviously Plum Market, which is the Arowana of the Midwest forever and always so good. So that's my little Detroit rosy roundup. Everyone in Detroit is so lucky to have you. Boots on the ground. <laughs> Boots on the ground. <laughs> what a great show. Thank you so much to Matt Goddison. We adore him so much. You guys, we can't stress this enough. Sign up for his newsletter. Mm-hmm. It's so tapped in. Yeah. And guys, happy new year. Almost. Fuck. God damn it. Happy Merry Christmas. Wow. Guys, Merry Christmas. Happy Hanukkah. When does Hanukkah start? Hanukkah starts. Uh, Must be soon now. Yeah. I think it's the Monday before Xmas. Before oh. Christmas. Wow. I don't know. <laughs> Two Jews walk all, into a podcast all studio. All I know is that Hanukkah and Christmas are linked this year. I always feel like a special kind of warm hug in my heart when they overlap. I don't love it when Hanukkah's like right after Thanksgiving. Those are tough times. Yeah, no, that's weird. Because then as a Jew, you miss Christmas altogether and it's like sad for you. But right now, it's like Jesus is in between his two Jesus and the Jewish God are hanging out. <laughs> it's great. It's weird because Jesus, 
is Jewish. <laughs> it's like, and there's only one guy. Look, we're going to unpack this in a different episode. But for now, enjoy yourselves. Enjoy your family. Enjoy however you celebrate Jesus's birth and uh, the survival of the Jews through the 12 days of Kwanzaa. That sounded religiously accurate, so I'm going to go with it. Happy holidays, everyone. Thank you so much for listening, and uh, we'll see you next week. Namaste listening. Bye. Bye. Yes, that's a retrograde.